Post on the Moon Studios presents another ghetto and godly. What it do, what it do, what it do, what it is. What's good, congregation? It's your girl, Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker. And we are motherfucking back with a brand new motherfucking ghetto and godly show. Let me get off Facebook because I don't want to be judged by my aunties. Another ghetto and godly. Oh! It's been too long. The girl got her mic upgrade. Now she's trying to be like me. You know, you got to upgrade my, you know, I got to take a little break. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got to come back better, new, and improved and, and ready to to share my voice. That's what you did? With the world. New and improved? New and motherfucking improved in every way. We're going to talk about that, though. <laughs> We're going to get into it. Oh, snap. We're going to get into it. So what it do? How you been? I'm good. I'm like I blessed. I seen you every day. And, <laughs> <laughs> and highly favored. Hey, highly favored. I can't even get it out. God, so you good. is. Who, who highly favored you? God, Jesus, Allah, Amen. Jehovah, the Amen. Most High. Amen. Amen. Man with the plan, huh? Um, he hooked you up. Oh, yeah. Took day. care of you, huh? Laced you right. <laughs> laced me. Laced He you. laced me. Laced you right. Um, but yeah, I've been good. It's been it's been a roller coaster, y'all. I can I gotta tell y'all what's been going on. But in spite of it all, ain't no complaints. No God's complaints. still good. God is still in control of this here ship. Always. And um, how you been, Doctor Key? You know me. I've been good. You know what I'm saying. I gotta you know stay low key how I be. You know what I'm saying. But other than that, I keep my ear to Mr. the streets. Low key. You know That's, what I'm saying. That should have been your name, Mister Low Key. Mister Low Key. Oh just... no, she be trying to do me, y'all. Just, y'all see this? You just uh, too cool. I'm too cool for motherfucking school. Too you cool can't lose school. without the key, man. Yeah. That's just how I be. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying. You my baby. You my baby. Auntie, uh, make me the big shit talker. The big, big shit talker. Shit talker. And talking big, shit. The big shit walker. What's been going on? What was our last show? We were supposed to have, I forgot the girl name, but we were supposed to have the girl that, the artist that claimed Cardi B uh, allegedly was took, beeping with her or some shit. Took her, no, took her up song. So, you know, how, how shit work, podcast work. Artist works. Um, so reached out. She agreed to the show. Agreed on the time. And this is like right before I was about to um, lay down and have my surgery. It was like the day before, right? Like I, I was, so. I, I was, remember. I was literally like working up until the day before my surgery. So Man, she so booked, agreed, on. everything, and then. She she, I think she hit, I don't even remember. It's, it's been, it's, it's a blur at this point. She hit me and she was like that she was at a, a club, like a, something, like she had another obligation. So, um, she wanted to reschedule, but like I said, I was like, it was like the day before my surgery. So, yeah. um, I couldn't reschedule. Couldn't do it. And then she reached back and I felt like I felt slighted just a little bit just because I believe we booked a day before that, and she's she had an excuse before that. My thing is like, don't agree. You like you're trying to get your foot in the in the in the game, right? Trying to get your foot in the game. So like these relationships are extremely important 
Right. For you trying to um to build your way up. So Right. Don't be trying to you play know? us like we ain't A one, you know what I'm saying? Like we ain't got <laughs> okay. our shit together. Um no, no shit, you know no tea. But shit, um motherfucking network over so here. So it was girl. like the second time that she, you know, pretty much didn't, you know, hold up to her her word. Right. And then in the midst of me like going through all the shit that I went through post surgery, mm-hmm. um, she DM'd me and she was like, "Hey, can you share my single with your with your with your fan base with your much. fan base?" Right. And I was just a little bit taken back, like Queen. Like, first of all, like I don't. <laughs> that's cool, but like I didn't I didn't feel like she put value on the show on our show on our brand enough to come on it, but it's good enough for us to promote your your music and it's a no it's a hard no of course so um yeah like it's it's all love but you you don't get to do that i love i love our people man but our people love free shit you know what i'm saying it's like hey man i'm not gonna come grease your motherfucking back but you definitely can grease mine oh they love like saying like giving you the fuck you but like oh (laughs) i still need you (laughs) i wouldn't necessarily call you the fuck i feel like it was a fuck you because i mean what you mean like how you look it's like somebody probably got in the air and like man look man go and see how much you can get man you know see if you can get some money or something see if you can get some promotion from something we ain't paying you know what i'm saying you know how niggas be listen we done had (laughs) i can't even sit up we done had Uh, dr miami on this show we done had like people with real platforms like people like real followings like reach out to get you a wingotly to come on the show nothing. that's automatic but i'm just saying, saying like we like, if that was the case like you could she could have asked you could have said that and, it, and then you would have found out but like don't but anyway moving right along exactly we, we moving along so we just celebrated um dr key's birthday man a couple weeks ago we and had a motherfucking blast a blast y'all and, like this was one that could go ahead this was like you know what I'm saying? This was like one of the best birthdays I had in a hot minute. I can't even front. You know what I'm saying? Like, my wife went above and beyond. Who's your you know wife? The big shit talker, Auntie <laughs> Mimi. If y'all didn't know that, you know what I'm saying? Get on Godly is a husband and wife podcast. But um, my wife came through. You know what I'm saying? My family showed up. I had some family who showed up but didn't show up. But you know what I'm saying? Weird. Ooh. But, you know, I ain't going to discuss that. Nah, but other than that, man, you know. The- the, it was a it was an amazing time. What was that? Was that you? No, that wasn't me, baby. It was an amazing time, man. You know what I'm saying? We big kicked it. Um, kicked it like kings, you know what I'm saying? When kings and queens. Kings and queens. Hello. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry. We kicked it like kings yes, and queens. Yes, we did. Went out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, about, we had, what, about three days of events, you know what I'm saying? We had a Thursday, Friday night, a Saturday night, and then a Sunday night, you know what I'm saying? We did because like, some people had to go home. But, you know, the ones who stay, you know what I'm saying, we, we chill Sunday. And, you know what I'm saying, it was a real nice event. You know what I'm saying, we had a good time. Real good time. Yeah, y'all, like, Dr. Key's the type that, like, when his birthday come around, he's like, um, I don't want to celebrate my birthday. I don't know what I want to do. And I'm, like, a huge, like, birthday person. So, especially ever since this pandemic hit, like, I, life, we don't know what's going to happen. So, while we can celebrate I'm going to celebrate, like, it, it's heartbreaking to me that people, especially my people, black people, come together oh, most of the time during, like, funerals and, like, you know, negative times or sad times, like, come together on something positive. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm making a conscious effort being really intentional about celebration. Um, so, you know, I went all out for my baby, just yep. like he went all out for my birthday. Yep. 
and and we did a real big. My family came out here, and um, from California, um, so his family came out here. So it was it was dope. It was a true celebration. Yep, we celebrated in Memories. a major way, man. Cause last year, you know, some of my birthday they had shut everything down. So yeah, last year, year was rough. Isn't it crazy? Let's do it right. You Isn't it I'm crazy saying? how it's a completely like one eighty compared to last year? Like last year was rough. Mm-hmm. Like last year, this time, like I was in a dark place. Dark place. I was in a dark place, and um, you know, God, yeah. you God know, brought you out. You see, He brought light. me out. He seen me through. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm forever grateful for that. It's all about the light. You know, and today I found my well. As of, I don't know if it was daylight savings time. Was it spring forward? We just still going through but ever since then like i just been sleepy and like tired and like i just want to um go to sleep Mm. and not feeling like as motivated as i should be as far as like my business and everything um but today was like the day you know kind of like all hit me um, I had a client, she asked me like, how did I, so I, I'm a, a licensed esthetician. I have my own skincare studio and, um, she's in school for cosmetology and she was asking me like, how did I get, you know, to where I am right now? So I like had to go to my memory bank and really, you know, Thank pull God. out the archives of like my story and like how I got there and, you know, the jobs that I had to had and got fired and laid off and quit and you know stopped practicing my aesthetics and went back to practicing had to take my you know go home and take clients from there so it was just crazy it was like a moment like damn like there was days where you like pray for days like this so be appreciative like we kind of just take shit for granted just just you know just go with the motions and you know let life you know catch us up but today was a day i had to like refocus my energy and like damn like mimi like you are truly blessed like you wanted this you always wanted to have your own you know pretty much just like live your life on your own terms so i'm doing that so i have to kind of take a step back and appreciate it right yeah that's the key like once you get things you got to you know saying learn to appreciate those things so you can put value in them and add value to them yeah yeah simple and then you can share it with other people if you choose to no, I'm I'm always open to, to sharing it because nobody showed me. Right. Nobody would talk to me like to be an esthetician was like back when I ten years ago when I got my license it was like what's that? Oh, you do hair? Right. <laughs> oh, you gotta hook up with the uh, you know the yeah. person too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, I gotta give her too. my information. Yeah. But what yeah, you been yeah. up to, Doctor Key? You been out here moving and shaking and doing a couple things out here, you know? Oh, uh, you know me, I stay moving and shaking, you know what I'm saying? Got to gotta keep moving and shaking for us, you know what I'm saying, so we can get what we need to be, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm currently, you know what I'm saying, in the process, well, we in the process of purchasing a house, you know what I'm saying, in this high-ass market. High-ass uh, market. I was Vegas is to, the only market that's, like, increasing. Dumb right now. <laughs> that's what it is. We was trying to wait it out, you know what I'm saying, but it's just getting to the point to where, like, fuck. It's time to buy. Yep, it's power and ownership, it. you guys. Let's go on grab it. So, you know what I'm saying? We went we went house looking, go go house looking again this weekend. We busy bodies during the week, you know what I'm saying? So we try to save the weekend and go look at cribs and shit, you know what I'm saying, and see how you know how we wanna live the next thirty years. 
30. Even with, well, um, if we decide to stay in that 30 If we years. decide to stay, you know. Yeah. You know, we got our eye on the the long term, John. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, you know, a house hunt is fun. You know what I'm saying? You get to go check out the house Thank and you. possibly put like a bid in and buy that motherfucker, you know? Yeah. You know, it's rough. It gets a little bit like, fuck this. Mm. <laughs> but. You know, you got to keep, it's it's a reason why this process is difficult. It's one of the biggest purchases you're ever going to make. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of got to stick with it. And so you get in that million dollar club, then you should be buying dumb shit. Houses, cars, nothing, just like investment properties. Swipe. Guns and butter. Guns and butter, <laughs> Guns Guns and and butter, butter. baby. <laughs> Another thing, you know, I've been fucking with that stock market, you know what I'm saying? And, um. Fucking with a few stocks right now. If y'all want to get into stocks, man, you can follow me on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start sharing, uh, not sharing, I'm going to start sharing information. You know what I'm saying? You can use the information to help you and uh, increase your financial portfolio. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a financial advisor, though. I'm not giving out financial advice either. I'm just sharing information that I'm using and applying to myself that you can apply to yourself and add funds to your life. Stock market. So how's the stock doing today? I did pretty good on most of them. Like, I mean, Amazon went down today, and Amazon is a big stock for me. Amazon is like 3000 and something a share. Mm. Yeah. So today you did pretty good. On the other stocks, not Amazon, but it's cool. It'll come up. It goes up and down bad every day. That's just crazy well, how we're opposites in that. Like, I don't trade stocks. I bought a little bit of crypto. I let it sit there, and that's it. Like, Dr. Key will, like, wake up 6 o'clock our time to wake up with the stock market on the East Coast and just be on his phone, like, trading stocks. Like, that would be stressful for me. Yeah. Like, the way my anxiety is set up, I, like, I can't just watch my money just, like, move like that. Yeah. That's it. Like, to be honest with you, it was stressful in the beginning. But once I learned to understand the game, like, it became easier. Because, like, you never really lose as long as you'll never sell your stock. But you can, you can quote, unquote, because your money can go down. Of course. But when your money go down, the key is to not sell. True. The key is to actually. Well, why would you sell? Like, I need to make my money back. Exactly. So you don't sell. When your money come back, you can either sell or you could ride the wave and see if the profit is going to increase any, even more. And it possibly can. Like, right now, I have Amazon. Amazon's, like, this is the early stage of the year. But we got, you know, Christmas coming up. We got Thanksgiving coming up. So, like, even if I just wanted to keep riding Amazon, like, I can keep just putting money in Amazon all the way up until, you know what I'm saying, the holidays and just eat when Amazon stock goes up because everybody's shopping on there for the holidays. Yeah, that's smart. That's how you do it. That's the long haul. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then there are short-term investments, but the short-term investments are risky, and that's when people lose money because they'll invest money that they actually need. So, say, for instance, they got $5,000, and they're thinking, like, hey, man, I want to turn this $5,000 into 20000 and I'm going to invest real quick to see if I can flip it real quick. And, you know what I'm saying, they don't they don't make that money, and then they need that money, so they have to pull out before they even get their return investment. That's when a bad investment happens because you had to sell it to get your money back, and you even got your money back at less value because you had to mm -hmm. sell it fast. 
with you trading stocks like actively now do you see how like when the crashes happen like do you see how niggas was like oh my life is over jump off a building like with the amount of money that they probably lost and traded I mean, no, because it's like, I mean, the only thing was, like, we didn't know what was going to happen. Like, did nobody know? Was it like Black Monday or something? Yeah, but did nobody know, like, you know, the world was going to bounce back from this. Everybody thought, like, this shit was just going to be the end of the world. You know, mm-hmm. be all in. We done. But we fucking bounced back, and this shit came back. So everybody, if everybody would have kept their stocks, they'd definitely be making some money right now. Even if they, but the key would have been for them to buy low. Because, mm-hmm. like, when shit go down, you got to buy more to even out your loss. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You want to, mm-hmm. you, it's like a sale. When mm-hmm. shit go down, it's actually a sale. You can't think of it like the shit is going down. You got to right. think of it like, man, I'm finna catch this shit on sale. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the shit go go back up. So it, while it's going down, let me go and buy it. So when it go back up, I can ride the wave. I can make more profit because I bought it on sale. And I bought it low. Yeah, I bought it on sale. Mm-hmm. Like the dope game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how I could, like, even though I, I never sold drugs, um, but I, I, I watch a lot of drug dealing, um, documentaries and, and, you know, I, I've seen some of that stuff growing up, but I feel like if you could, if you can risk your life and you know how to do math, have you ever, have you ever heard of, like, have you ever heard a drug dealer like the way they do math, like out loud? Yeah. And in their head, like you know, you kind of do some of that too. But I don't know. I'm talking about the math. I'm talking about the math part. But like, <laughs> like you, I figure like if you can do that, then you could really like start a business. Of course. Like you could trade stocks. Like you know and how you, to invest. I'm not even gonna say and, drug dealer. And get your profit back and know and and reinvest. You know. Any successful hustler can start a business. It's all about Well, you don't have to be as successful if you have the, a hustler's mind and a hustler's spirit. You may not be successful at it at first. Now. Well, I wasn't successful until I did it. Now, when you say success, it's a different kind of success. It's like, I'm saying success like you went to school. You learn the trade. That's one success. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You got to actually learn how to do what you got to do. You got to learn how to become a professional. And then once you learn the trade, you put the time in. And once you put the time and the hours in, that's what I'm saying. You're going to become a professional because that's that's all it is. Like you learn what it is. You put the hours in. You put the times in. You learn from your mistakes. Damn, I fell my head here. I hit my head there. I hit my head here. You know what I'm saying? Then after that, it's I like, fuck. I had a fuck. nickel for every time I hit my head. I will be rich. Don't say that. I would. A nickel, like so, you don't hit your head a million times. You do think you <laughs> yes. Hit your head time. Yeah, and every 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 failure, every time I hit my head, it wasn't like major, but it's like, oh, you could have did that better. Oh yeah, you fucked up. Oh yeah, you should have made a a right when you went left. Like you know, I'm talking about those type of things. Like okay. to me, because of how how I am on myself, like even the smallest things of like shit not panning out or working out I didn't plan accordingly like that's a failure to me I feel you but I bounce back that's good that you're hard on yourself like that extremely I'm not that hard on myself you know like I I look at life like you know what I'm saying it's like lessons you know lessons learned you know what I'm saying no it's definitely a lesson but it's like I never want to feel like 
the way that I see myself and where, and you know this, but like the way I see myself and where I see our life mm -hmm. is like, there's no room for, for fuck ups. No, I feel you. So even though, yeah, they're still going to happen, but I kind of have to go into it with that attitude or else I'm going to, I'm going to become laxed okay, and so. I'm not going to go as hard. So yeah, I have to like be my own worst critic. And then when somebody else says some bullshit to me or try to point out my failures, like I already fucking knew that and I fixed that a long time ago. So what the why, why are you even mentioning that to me? Because I know. I'm fully aware. No, I got you. Yeah. No, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Beast mode. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys. So, I wanted to talk about um, my surgery that I had. Um, What was it? It was like last year when we interviewed Dr. Miami. Mm -hmm. And I, I kid you not, like getting surgery or altering my body was not something that I thought about long term. Um, it wasn't even something that was on my mind when we interviewed Dr. Miami. Um, so I've, you know, I've, I've, I was thin growing up. And then when I got married, I gained a lot of weight. A lot of weight? I gained a lot of weight. <laughs> and um, you know it, it's a lot of weight to me compared to where I was so you know I got in the gym I started working out I started making better um, eating choices and you know I lost the weight or whatever then when I hit 30 it was like oh this little stomach is not coming off as easy as it did before like that when you hit 30 like they tell you but that shit is really real like it gets rough so you know i kept you know kept at it kept working out increased my workout five days a week you know dr keith can tell you like you know try to watch what i eat eat salads you know drink a lot of water you know do all the right things but the stubborn fat never left me now, when I did decide, I can't, like when I did decide to do surgery, I promise you, like it popped in my head one day, and that's how my ideas come to me. Like, oh, let's just do this today. <laughs> yeah. And I know it's frustrating for Dr. Key, but like that's how things. I promise you, like I'll dream about it, and then I'll, you know, put the action in motion to do it. So, um, you know, one day I just woke up and I just started researching, um, you know, lipo, whatever, and um, started watching YouTubes and, you know, researching doctors and things. And I said, you know what, I'm going to get 360 lipo. Mm -hmm. I brought it to Dr. Key. I don't think he believed me. Did you believe me when I first no, started fine. talking about it? No. And um, he didn't believe me, but he, uh, by now he should he should know when I put my mind to something, it's I'm gonna do it. It's gonna get done, and um, started researching, and then I did my consultation, took my little pictures because it was an online consultation, um, because my doctor was based in uh, Miami. So sent in my pictures. Once you send in your before pictures, you're like, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes like go suck that fucking fat out so um <laughs> <laughs> i 
But listen, like my like people would tell like when I started talking to like my clients and stuff about going to like lay down and go get surgery, they would tell me like, Oh, you know, you like fine, like your body's nice. Like I listen, I never felt like I wasn't fine. Like I'm gonna make it do what it do. My head is still high, my crown is still on, like I'm still beautiful as fuck but and not to you know to come off like that but like you kind of have to have that attitude so I started researching and then you know I made my mind up I set my date and um my date was in uh, February 9th and the days leading up to surgery like it just it felt surreal like I'm really going to go have like I'm really really going to go lay down so and you know go have surgery so my surgery was um early in the morning it was at five it was scheduled for 5 a.m so i wake up um my cousin came shout out to kendra because baby like without kk kendra i wouldn't have got gotten through this process because it was a big help yeah a huge help listen like no one tells you how hard recovery is. No one prepares you for recovery. All you see is bitches popping out with flat ass stomachs and fat asses. And like, no one tells you the fucking mountain you had to climb to get mm-hmm. to that point. So, um, go have surgery and, Go in at five o'clock in the morning. Uh, we had boiling crab the night before. I don't even think I told you this, babe. We had boiling crab the night before, and they, you know, put on the gown, put on the compression socks. You, hey boo, you meet with your um, uh, anesthesiologist. They put the IV in your arm. Before the doctor came and marked me up. Um, my stomach was hurting so bad. <laughs> I took bubble cuts like nobody's fucking business. So I use the bathroom and I clog up these folks' toilet. <laughs> so I'm like extremely embarrassed. Like there's no plunger. Like there's no anything. And thank you. Everybody know you did it. Um, yeah, they know I did it. Like I'm admitted to it. I'm like, hey, listen, like I I clawed up your toilet. Like, oh, it's fine. So I meet my doctor. She um marks me up, and you know she tells me like, oh, okay, you're gonna see your results like tomorrow. Okay, I'm like, oh, like let's get it. Like let me lay down and go to sleep and wake up with a flat stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, the ass part because I did get 360 lipo and. A BBL, which is the fat transfer. Damn. Um, the ass I really didn't care about. Like, it was the stomach for me. It was the love handles for me. And, you know, you go in, you walk into this room, you lay on the table, and they tell you to take, you know, your deep breaths, Damn. and you drift off, and you go night-night, okay? I woke up. And the nurse, uh, I woke up to the nurse telling me uh, my blood pressure was 
low. So if you ever been under anesthesia, like you wake up, like still kind of like drifting off. So, you know, I'm waking up, I have a Gatorade. She's giving me Gatorade, give me water. I'm extremely, I'm so thirsty. 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 And, um, and I, I believe I went back to sleep. So when I woke up, she was willing me out in my wheelchair and my husband was there and my cousin was there. They tell me they tell me to go home and eat a big meal. You can eat whatever you want. Eat. So we get um oxtails and rice and peas and cabbage. You don't have to tell me it's smoothie king. Like I'm hungry. So I come home. My mother's here. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. My cousin, my husband. And you know, I take my meds. I eat. I lay down. I stay hydrated watching movies you know i'm just chilling like okay this is this is cool like we just you know going with the motions cool about to heal up so i'm about i'm about to get to it i'm about to get to the drama and i keep having to use the restroom because of the amount of the amount of fluids that i'm drinking so i get up and mind you, you have your garment on you have like your um your garment and you have to, your incisions, my incisions were left open purposely so they can drain. So when you get liposuction, like your fluid has to drain. So you have to put like doggy pads down or chuck pads as some people call them. So you're not draining just like everywhere. It's disgusting. Yeah. So it was nasty. Yeah, it was nasty. Pretty nasty. That's pretty nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the last time I go to the restroom... My mom, so yeah, you know, you walking slow, you know, you're kind of just, you know, still out of it, kind of trying to keep your balance. You get dizzy if you get up too fast. So my mom takes me to the restroom. She's not paying me no damn mind, okay? She is in the mirror. Uh, sis earring then fell down my um, my sink. And this particular time, like when I would walk, every step that I took, I felt weak as fuck like so i'm just thinking to myself like jesus like just let me make it back to the bed so i can lay down because i don't feel good so i'm walking in my hallway and um i stopped and i thought that i put my hand on the wall to like take a breather and i didn't hit the flow i fainted and passed out at this point so I had enough sense because I rolled over to my stomach. You're not supposed to be on your butt. So I rolled over to my stomach, but I know that I couldn't move. So my husband runs out. My cousin is there. She's trying to give me orange juice. Um, she's a nurse. And my mom is there, super dramatic, and they call uh, the ambulance. The ambulance come. I'm not sure how long it took. How long did it take for the ambulance to come back? Mm, probably about 20, about 15, 20 minutes. Okay. And um, the ambulance get there, and they try the ambulance tried to lift me up, and I fainted again. But this particular time, I remember, I remember fainting, and I remember I fainted for a long ass time. Like I felt like I was gone. What did you say about like my eyes was rolling in the back of my head? Yeah, it was crazy. But the ambulance was there, so I know you were straight. What? The ambulance was there. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So did you did y'all think I was gonna throw up? Cause I had like the trash can in front of me. No, I mean they thought you were gonna throw up. But I didn't think you was gonna throw up. They were like, she's gonna poo- puke. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I remember being afraid. But, you know, you're just kind of like, I just don't want to die at this point. Like, I've never been through anything like this. I never fainted before. I never had to um, stay overnight in the hospital. So this was, like, really, really scary. So um, according to my cousin, she said I fainted again. I don't don't really remember. But um, I know when my eyes were open, I couldn't see, like, my vision was like extremely blurry. That's crazy. Like I couldn't see. And I just remember like, damn, like, is this what death feels like? Like, am I about to fucking die? Like over some damn life? Like I just wanted a flat stomach. Like I don't want to die. Damn. So, um, the ambulance, well, the ambulance was there. They take me to the hospital. They strip me of my garment. Uh, they were finally able to run vitals on me. My blood pressure was low. So I don't think that my blood pressure was ever stable. No. I don't think that the surgery center ever got my blood pressure stable. And my hemoglobin was low, which is like your iron. Now, mind you, in order to have this type of surgery, your hemoglobin has to be at um, a tw- 11.5. 11.9 and when I did my um, my blood work and everything prior to surgery my hemoglobin was at a 12.7 now I did my research and based on my doctor my surgeon and how aggressive she is with the liposuction I seen that a lot of girls were fainting because of the amount of a whole survivor girl because of the amount of fat and I guess the blood mixed in the fat that she takes. So they had this option to pay additional called a cell saver. Now I paid additional and a cell saver is like a blood transfusion with your own blood. So after they lipo, so when you get liposuction, they pump you up with fluid and then they suck it all out, okay? When they suck it all out, if you choose to get the um, cell saver, they put it in this machine and they mix it up and separate it and then they infuse it back into you. So it's like a blood transfusion with your own blood. So the type of person that I am, I was trying to be safe than sorry. And my black ass still ended up in the hospital needing a blood transfusion because my hemoglobin dropped to a 7.1. So they admitted me to the hospital. Um, Of course, during COVID, like no one can be in the hospital with you, like none of your loved ones. So that was really scary. Um, My husband brought my phone and everything so I can FaceTime and call. They gave me a COVID test and... um, yeah, but the hospital was a whole nother fucking situation. Like, I don't know if I should say the name of the hospital, but they treated me like shit. Like, they treated me, they were more intrigued and interested in who my surgeon was versus 
my health, okay? Mm-hmm. I would have to wait about an hour when I would, like, I, at this point, like, I couldn't do anything on my own. Like, I had to, like, I need to help you in the restroom. So I would be waiting, like, I kid you guys not, like, 45 minutes to an hour once I hit the bathroom button to use the bathroom. Like, they wouldn't let me eat because they wanted to do, they were looking to operate on me again. Like, hold the fuck on. Like, y'all are not about to cut me open again and put me under again. Like, that's not going to happen. They were saying that I was draining too much fluid, Mm -hmm. which is normal. So this is all before they even got a chance to speak to my surgeon. And my surgeon can explain to them, like, listen, like, this is, yes. run up a bill. Yeah, like, you're not going to cut on me again. So they wouldn't let me eat. So they're taking my blood. Like, it was just like a fucking nightmare like a whole fucking nightmare they didn't have no i would ask for a blanket and they would tell me good luck finding a blanket good luck finding a fucking pillow like it was just they i had to ask them several times can i take my antibiotics and explain to them listen like i am i just had surgery like today like i need to take my antibiotics um, so it was just a fucking mess, like a whole fucking mess. Like that hospital is terrible. It's and I'm gonna say the name because black women do not go to Sunrise Hospital in Las Vegas, Nevada. They don't. They don't care about you. They don't respect you. Like, good thing I was in my right mind. Like I can't imagine having a loved one in the hospital and they cannot advocate for themselves because they don't care. Like. They could care fucking less. The attending doctor that finally like came to see me and gave the okay to the RN, like, okay, let her eat. Um, he was condescending and like fucking sarcastic. And then like low-key tried to hit on me afterwards. Like, it was just it was just terrible. Uh, trying to hit on you, huh? You ain't sent him by that. Well, he was like, oh, what school did you go to? Uh-huh. I told you that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, what school did you go to? Like, yeah, nigga, yeah. like, and he, he was black. He was one of us. He didn't, like, he, he, I don't know. The concern just wasn't there. I don't know if it's because I had an elective surgery, um, and I kind of, like, brought this on myself, but, you know, in their mind, but... It was a fucked up experience. So I came home and, you know, continued to heal. Went to my post-op appointments. The amount of massages you have to get, and they're extremely painful. Um, you know, it's crazy. I'm still getting, like, post-op massages. But I just, you know, they you, it's just hard on you. It's hard on your body. I don't see how women um, do, like, round twos and threes and, like, I, I don't, your mental state. Like, I forgot what it's called. It's called... um. Uh, post-op depression like that's a real thing like baby remember when I was just crying mm-hmm. like you just you're not sure if you made the right decision and you know do I like this it, it was it worth it but you know it, I'm starting to to get used to it and you know I, I like my results but would I go under the knife again I don't I don't want to be the person to say never like, I'm never you know they say never say never but um, it would have to be like extreme like circumstances for me to do another elective surgery because this is tough. It's really, really hard now. <laughs> it's really hard, but um, you know, I like my results. 
And I'm here to mm. live to tell about it. It's my testimony. So, yeah. It kind of encouraged me to get my surgery done. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think I'm going to do it. What surgery? You better tell the people you ain't talking about no damn lipo. Oh, hell no. I told them my eye. Yeah. Well, I don't even want to do that down because your ass. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's everybody's experience is different. You know, my homegirl, my friend, um, she had her surgery the same day. Mm-hmm. Same doctor. Fine. You know, I don't know if it was, um, you know, just my fate or, you know, whatever the case is. But I am, you know, kind of going through something with the surgery place uh, to make them to they have to show me that they did what they were supposed to do for me. Because, like I said, I don't think my my blood pressure ever was stabilized. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that they um, gave me the cell saver that I paid for. So. How do you feel throughout this whole process since you've been right there by me, by my side the whole time? Um, this shit, it just, it just messed me up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't think you were going to have to go through, like, the the side effects. Like, besides the side effects, you know, I knew you just got to recover and all that shit. And it was kind of, the, the drainage was kind of extreme. But, you know, I understood it. But That's just crazy how, like, you didn't say anything. At the, I know you're not the type of person to be like, ugh. <laughs> Get that shit away from me. But, like, I knew it was gross, and it's a lot, but, like, I didn't know that you felt that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the side effects were the worst. Like, listen, ladies, if you decide, and I'm and I'm, I, I'm not here to, like, but I wanted to feel good about myself. I was, you know, I was fine in his eyes. Tell the people I was fine in your eyes, baby. Baby, my wife, was, you was beautiful, baby. What you mean? <laughs> Fine is wine. Yeah, they know that too. What you mean? But, um, your, your congregation know that. Just look at you. Just do it for yourself, ladies, and mm-hmm. just make sure you're you have a good support system. Shout out to, you know, Dr. Key, my husband, Kendra, my cousin, my mom, um, my aunts that you know came down and brought food and flowers and. You know, just that good energy. Like, you have to have a good support system. Without it, it's going to be ten times harder. Yeah. Because this shit ain't no hoe, okay? It's hard as fuck. Like, my cousin had to wipe my ass. Like, <laughs> like and, and although we've been married for 11 years now, I'm still a girl in that way. Like, there's still certain things that I that I don't want my man to be doing. Like, I don't want my husband to wipe my ass. Like, she had to put me in the shower and, like, wash me up. Like, he would have did that. But, like, I don't want my man wiping my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you funny, man. So, it's just, like, you know, you have to... Yes, shout out to the auntie. You have to make sure, you know... Your support system is is there. All right. Gotta have your support system. It is still an uphill battle. So as of this week, I'm six weeks post-op. Six weeks. Six weeks. Mm-hmm. And now. Six weeks. So, yeah. How you feeling now? I feel good. You feel good? Yeah, I feel good. I still can't. Like, uh, like sit down, you know that, but directly on my bottom. But, you know, I feel good. 
Each day it gets better. Right. We're not a hundred percent, but we, we get it. I'm almost there. I'm ready. I'll mm -hmm. be ready by summer. We're like seventy four percent. Summer, summer. Mm, I think about eighty. About eighty? I'm about eighty percent. Oh good money. You know, back at the shop. I'm good money. I'm good money, okay. I'm good money. So I can dig it. It's time for you to get your surgery now, babe. Alright, let's do it. What do you think what do you think men should if you had to give a piece of advice to a man who um may be going through or about to go through an elective surgery with their with his significant other, like what's a piece of advice you offer? Uh just be supportive and um you know what I'm saying, just just be supportive and uh and caring, you know what I'm saying? Cuz that's all you really can do. Man, can't do nothing else at that point, you know. Until they heal, just gotta support them, you know. <laughs> what you mean you can't do nothing else? Well, you say you can't sit there and be angry at your at your person, you know, what I'm saying, it's a lady, because you know, what I'm saying she needs you right now. Like you just gotta support them until you know until they heal. And then once they heal, like, cause like even like my wife, my wife is tough, you know what I'm saying. So like, she be trying to be hard sometimes, and then sometimes she want me to help her, but like sometimes I have to remind her, like, baby. You gotta let me know, cause you know you so hard sometimes. Like you gotta tell me, cause I I be expecting you to be that same hard person all the time. I don't try to be hard. <clears throat> I just you know, I mean I have my independence moments. Okay. You got you got independent spirit, but no wrong with that. It's cool. So, but you know this was the most vulnerable, I and reliance on others. I've probably ever been since i was a fucking infant for real so you know that takes a lot on that takes a lot like for someone that's used to like i'm gonna get i'll get it myself type of person mm -hmm. i'll do it myself type of person like you kind of have to humble yourself in that sense like okay like you need you need help all right somebody wipe your ass somebody gotta put you in the shower <laughs> somebody gotta dress you you can't really bend you know if you drop something you can't bend down and get it so you know I, I was just telling Dr. Q this morning, and I, I know you were researching it about when you go under anesthesia. Oh yeah, but crazy. I feel I don't I feel um, closer to God <laughs> since that's happened. I don't know if it was the you know just like the scare of the unknown of like okay like fainting and like <laughs> you know like that's a lot like needing a blood transfusion like like i don't know i feel spiritually more awoken i've always been like woke and like tapped in but like this like extra like extra tapped in like because your life like can be taken away from you like that like any moment. Or, you know, shit can get rough like that. Any moment. So. Life is a blessing. It's a gift. Every day. Every day you got to enjoy the present. So. Mm -hmm. I will continue to keep you guys posted on this journey. On this journey. This beautiful journey. What mm. else is, what else we got on the docket? Uh, is that it? So you starting the stocks channel, YouTube channel? 
Yep, it's gonna be called the BFC. I'll tell y'all what it means later. Oh, BFC. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm about to get this money, man. Yeah, I'm messing with your boy. I'm trapping out the stocks. Okay. Monday through Friday, six to one. Right on. Right on. Right on. Right on. Right on. Anything else before we get up out of here? Uh, check out my music on Apple Music, Keyshawn Music. You know what I'm saying? And make sure you follow up on all our podcasts. Get on Golly and Dope Shit Only. And we actually, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not going to tell y'all, man. Y'all just about to see a whole lot of shit coming. You know what I'm saying? So y'all keep your eyes open and keep your ears open to what we got going. You feel me? Mm. Do you feel me? Do you feel me? Do you feel me? Do you hear me? You got the new mic over there, huh? We matching mic. We twins now. You don't upgrade it over there. Twinning. You don't upgrade it, girl. You must have got your stimulus. Yeah. But yeah, that's <laughs> the <that's> stimmy. <laughs> stimmy, stimmy, stimmy. Uh, you got your stimmy. Um, so yeah, my bad for, you know, taking so long to come back together with Golly, but we back, you know, we had to heal mind, body, and spirit, okay, with everything that went to, it was extremely, extremely traumatic. Man, I'm but about to do this. You know, we here now, God is good, mm-hmm. and then uh, we're going to keep on moving, turn it up even, you know, bigger and better. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we do. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Ghetto and Godly. Let's keep the conversation going with your favorite co-host, Auntie Mimi. You feel me? And Dr. Key. Did you, you missed it? You missed the cue? No, nah, nah, my homeboy, he in the hospital. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's real random. <laughs> I know. He was crazy. Yeah. I'm not, it's not funny. I know. Remember to always be good to yourself. And one another. Until next time, congregation. Ow. Bye bye. I said, ow. Go.